Welcome to the AI Hustle Podcast, the podcast where we break down the latest in AI news, tools, and interview experts helping you hustle and do more using AI. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. ChatGPT is currently working on an amazing new feature that is going to make a lot of things much, much simpler. So without further ado, let's dive into it. So this news was actually broken on Twitter of all places by someone named Gavrielle Cohen, and he dropped the scoop that OpenAI is working on a new ChatGPT feature called Chat Preferences. So uh, essentially how this works is when they're rolling out new features, they, they select small groups of people to try it. So I think it's right now in the alpha phase, it will then go to beta phase, and then it'll go, you know, out to everyone. So he recently just got a notification when he opened up ChatGPT that said, introducing chat preferences. Chat preferences let you share anything you'd like ChatGPT to consider in its response. Your instructions will be added to new conversations going forward, and you can edit it and delete them at any time. This information will also be used to improve model performance and shared with pl plugin developers. And then, you know, you can visit their little help center to learn more, and it allows you to click OK to accept that. Now, if you accept that, um, essentially, users will be given the ability to add context about themselves as well as their preferences for how ChatGPT should respond. So this information is going to influence all chat conversations. Now, this is something that they actually recently announced um, a feature they were adding to their API, and not everyone knew exactly what it was going to be for. But I think what's interesting is the fact that uh, this was included in their API, and that is indicative of the fact that they are building this straight into their actual ChatGPT model that everyone is going to be using, not just the API that developers use. And I think that makes a lot of sense. So essentially, you can toggle on chat preferences. Once you've toggled it on, you have the ability to fill out one of two boxes. So the first one asks you, what would you like ChatGPT to know about you to provide better responses? So you could fill this out by saying, I am a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I specialize in X, Y, and Z thing, I'm in the marketing field, whatever you know you think would be the best, whatever your use case is. The next thing it says is, how would you like ChatGPT to respond? And you can actually fill that out. Um, what's interesting here is, you know, if you use this for a specific job or specific task really repetitively, you can actually put all of those instructions in here and you know it's going to do that every time. So, for example, if you're a journalist and you're constantly using ChatGPT to help you, um, you know, find sources or perhaps read a massive document and pull out some useful quotes, you could have that, you know, put in here ahead of time and you just paste in the paste in the giant document and it will just pull out the quotes for you every time because you've already written the prompt and you know preemptively put that in there so some examples of how they intend for it to be used um 
they give a couple examples of what they call our thought starters. So you could say where you based, you know, what you do for work. You could tell it what your hobbies and interests are. You can tell it what subjects to talk about. Um, and you could also say what some of the goals you have are. So by kind of giving it this, this information, you could say, I am an aspiring journalist that hopes to someday win a Pulitzer Prize. I like investigating companies in X, Y, and Z sector. I'm really passionate about X, Y, and Z thing. I'm based in this city. Um, my hobbies and interests are all of these things. And, you know, this is what my main goal in my career is. You can put all that information as a preface. And every time you ask it a question, which could be a regular question, right? You could still say like, hey, help me write X, Y, and Z thing for this Pulitzer winning article. Um, and it could help you to compile something. But it knows all of this stuff ahead of time about you. And it kind of has a broader picture of where you're going as like a person, where your goals are. I think this is really, really interesting. Um, it also asks, how do you want to be addressed? So you can say, you know, how formal or casual ChatGPT should be. Um, personally, I typically am looking for a specific style of response from ChatGPT. And sometimes it honestly is a little too formal for me. So I think this would be really interesting to be able to say, you know, hey, respond in a casual tone about X, Y, and Z. Or like explain this topic to me in a simple way. And I, you know, oftentimes will paste in really complex um, AI kind of information and I have it explain it to me in a simple way. So you could also tell it how long or short a response should be. So you could say, hey, you know, when you're responding to me, make sure that you're giving me really brief responses that are less than a paragraph or that are only two sentences long. Or, you know, so like if you're using it and trying to get the same type of result consistently out of it, you can add all of those things. You can also um, tell ChatGPT to have opinions on topics or you can tell it to remain neutral, right? You can say, I really don't appreciate it when ChatGPT tries to lecture me about X, Y, and Z topic, or I don't like it when ChatGPT has the assumption that I believe X, Y, and Z. And you could put that in there. You could probably, I mean, I don't know, but you could probably put your ideological beliefs in, your political beliefs. You could probably put your religious beliefs. Anything that you feel like is like a framework for what you believe or how you think, I think would be really cool to be able to put those into ChatGPT, um, into this kind of personalization aspect. And now when it gives you responses, it takes into a, it takes into account, you know, your beliefs and your ideologies. Because at the moment, you know, one of the big complaints from people using ChatGPT is the fact that, it was trained by scientists, it was trained by people, and um, all of those people have their own beliefs, their own biases, their own thoughts. You know, even the data that was scraped off of the internet to help create ChatGPT has its own thoughts, ideas, and beliefs. And, you know, inevitably, people are going to disagree with uh, many of those things. So it's kind of cool that you can kind of um, get it to put in uh, what you think, what you believe, and get um, responses in along that vein, if that's what you're, you know, inter interested in. So as I said earlier, it's currently in alpha, they're going to move it soon to beta and then to GA. So it seems like this is going to be really interesting. It looks like this is going to apply to chat GPT, including GPT four, um, also plugins and also code interpreter, which I think is going to be really interesting. Um, and I think that it is likely using the system message, which has been available in the API for quite some time. Um, and so this is going to make the instructions have a lot bigger impact than if you just pasted them at the beginning of each chat. And also, I don't know if these the things you'd be putting into this are things you necessarily would be putting into every single chat. Because I think what's cool is here you can kind of put information about yourself, information about your goals, information about your beliefs. And when it gives you a response, now all of a sudden it's like, and even your tone and like how formal or casual you want it to be. Like there's so much that you could do to get this thing to respond in a way that you know meets your personal brand or your company's brand, right? Like this would be really awesome for companies that are like, 
hey, we always have a super formal tone when we respond. We always, you know, want to make these things look as professional as possible. You can put all of that in to make sure that no matter what it's doing, um, it's always going to be matching exactly what you want. So I think that is super interesting. I think this is going to be a really exciting feature that actually will have some big Im uh, implications. Um, and so I think this is currently in beta. The feature is only available for plus plan users and for people in the EU or the UK, I don't think this is yet an option. So users can find the feature in feature in the web settings under beta features or on iOS under new features. I think it's worth noting that any information used in these responses is going to be used, like we mentioned earlier, to improve OpenAI's um, API models adaptability. Um, so as the company explains, this is about, you know, teaching the model how to adapt its responses to your instructions without overdoing it. So users who prefer not to have their data used in that way can also opt out of their of this um, in the data control settings. So one last thing I will mention about this new feature is that it appears the effect kicks in from the subsequent session with a character limit of around 1500 words for responses or 1500 characters for responses. So that's important to know. But overall, I think this is going to be a really important uh, update. I think this is going to make it a lot easier for many uh, companies and users to really personalize this to what they want it to do. So this is going to be really interesting to follow and see how this feature rolls out um, when everyone has general access to this and moves out of, I think, more of a beta what it's in right now. And so this will be something that we follow in the future. If you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using ChatGPT, you need to join our ChatGPT creators community. I'll drop a link in the description to this podcast. We'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in ChatGPT. It's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots, you can share and comment on things that are currently working. So if this sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the comment. We'd love to have you in the community. Thanks for tuning in to the AI Hustle podcast. If you could do us a massive favor, we would really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. This helps people find the podcast. It helps people know this is a good place to go. And we would really, really appreciate it as it helps us continue to bring on incredible guests and share incredible content for you to listen to.